Welcome to Craft of Code, a podcast brought to you by Linode that explores the stories of developers, entrepreneurs, and enterprises of all sizes from all over the world who share our mission to make cloud computing simple, affordable, and accessible to all. Have you ever heard of a game jam? It's like a hackathon. But instead of a sprint to create an app, people create online games in a pressure cooker environment. It's high pressure, but it's also high fun. Healthy competition and collaboration for novice and experienced game developers alike. Ludum Dar, also known by its famous hashtag, LDJam, provides the platform for this game jam community to come together. They've hosted game jams on Linode since 2015 and run over 50 of them so far attracting a staggering 7,000 and 9,000 participants per jam. And they're not slowing down. As the weekend-long events approach, momentum builds, people live stream and tweet as voting begins for the theme of the game jam, the energy's palpable. You'll experience some of that energy from our guests today. Because today we're talking to Ludumdar's co-founder and lead developer, Mike Kasperzak, who's here to tell us about how he turned a passion project into a full-time gig that harnesses the excitement of thousands of game creators and builds a home for these games to come to life, one weekend at a time. Welcome to the Craft of Code podcast, Mike. Hey, thanks so much. Happy to be here. So this is fun. Ludum Dar is one of the most well-known non-corporate sponsored online game jams out there. Tell me how you got started in game development, and then let's talk a little bit about how Ludum Dar came to be. Sure, sure, sure. I, I got into making games like a long time ago. Uh, my uh, my family, we grew up with a uh, Commodore 64 computer, and I started, you know, fiddling with that and uh, trying to make games back then. And uh, over the years, we got better and better computers, and uh, game making was just always a hobby of mine. And uh, I, uh, you know, I did it all the way up through 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 high school, and uh, I ended up dropping out of college to take my first uh, professional gig building games uh, for at a, at a game company for, uh, and uh, that's pretty much been uh, I've been doing basically stuff related to games and uh, software development ever since. So for the, for the listeners who may not know, right, what is a game jam? Talk, talk, what is, what actually is that? Well, a game jam is just essentially a gathering of folks that, uh, you know, either in, in real, in the real world or online, like we do, uh, where you decide that, Hey, we're all going to come together and we're going to build something. Not necessarily the same thing, but uh, let's all build something together and, uh, you know, you'll show us your progress. I'll show you mine. And, uh, you know, by the end, we'll all have uh, something cool to something brand new that we, we didn't have before. And you guys are your what, it's like 7,000 to 9,000 participants per jam right about right now. How's that grown over the years? How, you know, how how many were there at the, at the start and uh, well, how many games have you created? Sure. I'm, I'm, I've lost count at this point. But uh, yeah, when we started, I want to say the first event we ran had about 20 people taking part and we made about 20 games. Um, and uh, although admittedly, we uh, uh, we've evolved the events since the first event we ran was uh, 24 hours. And uh, that was a little bit short, uh, but we learned a lot about uh, our processes of building games. We we're like, OK, you know what? If we had just a little more time, so 48 hours, uh, we thought we could do better. And uh, we did. And uh, so over time, the event slowly grew. Um, Honestly, the biggest thing that we did is started doing it consistently on a schedule. And then after that, we would we were doing like hundreds of uh, persons per event. And then eventually it was thousands. And uh, yeah, now it's just uh, 
it, it's normal for us to to see several thousand people taking part and uh depending on the theme we might see several thousand new games created every time we run an event over the years any of those games any specific games uh stand out for you oh my gosh um again because we built the people have built so many but uh uh yeah like uh let's see like the most recent one that's uh, getting a lot of attention is this game called inscription uh that game began in our event as a uh, a game built in uh for litum dare over the weekend and it has since gone on uh the, the the developer refined it and expanded it into a full game and released it and it's basically been winning all the major awards like the gd choice awards and uh and whatnot so it's it's incredible what uh folks have managed to create and uh uh honestly it's it's you know, you ask me like what 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 games have come out of Litum Dare or or whatnot that people are aware of. Um, more than I can remember. Like it's it's we've reached the point now where it's just, you know, there's so much happening, like uh uh like with the people creating games that uh I've lost track myself. It's I will often find like an article and discover that, hey, by the way, this game was a Litum Dare game. And I'm like, What? It was? What? And uh <laughs> that's that's been really exciting just to to just to kind of see how much or how things have grown even beyond what we do. Like we're just kind of there to inspire folks to get started and uh what people do after that is it's been incredible as part of that inspiration what's sort of the what's the reaction in your and your relationship with the community been over the years um it's certainly as we've grown it's been harder to keep in touch with everyone but uh i do try my best uh we we use we use twitter or we, we were using twitter for a lot of our social media stuff and uh our main website also functions as a as a sort of a shared blog so when everyone's building their game, they can post their their posts for like, hey, here's what I finished so far or here's what's going on and whatnot. And uh, I mean, I do my best to keep up. But uh, yeah, no, with thousands of people taking part in this all the time, it's uh, it's difficult. But uh, I try. Yeah, and I know, you know, we think a lot of this stuff is all fun and games, but there's <laughs> and it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but there's got to be a lot of games. There's got to be a lot that goes into executing a game jam of this magnitude, right? In a platform of this magnitude. Mm-hmm. So, let's talk a little bit about some of the tech, the biggest technological challenges that you faced, and then mm-hmm. how has your technology stack evolved over the years? Sure, sure. Um, I remember back in the earlier days, uh, the first real serious problem we ran into was uh, uh, we were I/O bound, basically. Like the number of like database operations we could run uh, was you know, became severely limited when we wanted people to be able to post games, make posts, and also uh, retrieve uh, uh, what had been posted to the website. Uh, so we, we found ourselves uh, initially on a shared host that uh, got very unhappy with us saying, hey, you're, you're, you're taking up the entire server all by yourself. Uh, don't do that. Uh, you know, you're only paying $10 a month because uh, you're sharing with everyone, not because you get the whole machine. So uh, we uh, very quickly moved to, to our own dedicated server after that. Uh, but even that machine wasn't quite doing it. This was this was back in the days before SSDs had really uh, caught on. Uh, so uh, we were running a you know regular slow magnetic hard drive, and uh, you know we were still hitting bottlenecks there. But uh, we did our best to to kind of optimize things and uh, make things re- as responsive as possible. Uh, until we finally got around to uh, me rebuilding our software from the ground up and uh, on on Linode, which uh, that day Linode had uh, had uh, SSDs, which were so much faster because everything we were doing was very IO bound. Like we basically needed reads and writes as fast as possible. And uh, yeah, that really enabled us to finally break over the the hump of uh, being constantly uh, uh, just, just trying to be online enough for to actually run the events. 
Um, it, it was almost a, a joke back in the day is that Ludum Dare starts, expect the website to go down for five to 10 minutes. And, uh, you know, I wasn't, wasn't really proud of that, but uh, our community was, was, was very technical and they were, they were understanding, but, uh, you know, it's, it's something that you never want to see with, uh, with a project of yours is to, to see downtime. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that we're finally past that point, but uh, folks still joke about that, that, uh, oh, it's, uh, it's, 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 you know, time for the event to kick off. Uh, the website's about to go down. No, it's not. I fixed this. I did. I please, you know, come back. <laughs> I, I remember, I remember those days. So you've been with Linode since what? I think it was, I think I read it since 2015, mm -hmm. uh, which goes back way way far yes uh, as it turns out and since the acquisition by akamai you've de deployed several akamai products as well from what mm -hmm. i understand so let's talk a little bit how's your experience with linode been right what's what is that what was that like from when you first came on to now mm -hmm. like how did you how'd you choose linode to begin with and why um, you stuck with it yeah no for me i was uh just i was trying out the various uh vps providers and uh just in my very unscientific tests, I, I found out the the my Linode servers were just a little bit quicker, a little more responsive, and uh, that was enough to push me over the edge. Like uh, again, my background is uh, I've been making video games for a long time, and uh, optimization was something that always was a big deal to me. And uh, when I saw that, I was like, okay, you know what? This is the one for me, just because it's just a, enough faster that uh, that I want to I want to you know you know lay out lay things or set things up over here, and uh, yeah, so. You know, I started with the, the Linode to, to basically because I got a little bit more performance. And uh, just over the years, I found that uh, that they were great in that uh, whenever there was an upgrade, it was just a, hey, by the way, click this button or uh, we're going to auto upgrade you to the latest thing, you know, give you the latest pricing. It's just a lot of things just made me happy as a customer that, uh, OK, these guys, you know, they appreciate, you know, what we do. It's not, uh, you know, it's not I have to pay attention that, oh, you know. You know, I have to manually uh, request uh, uh, migration to the newer hardware or whatnot. No, just the fact that uh, Linode was was incredibly uh, just willing to do this automatically for everyone was just very, you know, encouraging for me. And uh, that, you know, that led me to using Linode for more things along and for over the years. It was uh, uh, very exciting or very nice. And I would imagine I would imagine for for an organization of your size, something mm -hmm. like price would probably, you know, cost and performance. Uh, that trade off is probably a, a big deal as well. Mm -hmm. Even scale. Oh, for sure, for sure. Like uh, when we first switched, uh, the I, uh, the dedicated server was costing us a lot, and uh, when I first moved things over to to Lino, that did cut our costs like significantly. Um, but uh, we we did have to shuffle servers around to to keep our old data around. Um, so I mean, cost wise, it kind of worked evened out. But uh, then, of course, as we've continued to run on the new website, we've needed more performance and whatnot. It's been a give or take about uh, uh, you know how we've had to scale up or scale down, but. Uh, uh, it's, it's been kind of, it's worked out well for me. Like, uh, Linode has, has conveniently, uh, launched services that I needed. So for example, I needed more space to store all of the image uploads that our users were, uh, were doing. And, uh, I believe that, uh, this was around the time when, uh, uh Linode finally launched, um, uh, the, uh, I forget the name the, the, not, not the bucket storage, but like just essentially a storage option that added hard drives, hard drive space to oh, the machine. It was uh, objects, uh, object storage, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. S3. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not, I don't think it was, I'm not sure it was, object, well, I don't remember, I forget exactly yeah. what it was, it was not the S3 style storage, we're still kind of mm -hmm. working towards migrating to that, but, uh, uh, but essentially we were able to add a hard drive to the machine, and uh, it made it super simple to just, uh, uh, essentially, I mount the drive as a regular drive on the, the, the machine, and then put all the files there, and then I can grow this as uh, we need more space, and uh, I mean, that was, that, was, that was the big thing that was, uh, 
you know, that was, that was worrying me in the early days is that uh, we're running out of hard drive space and to get more space, we're going to have to crank up the server. But uh, the timing was just right. You guys had just launched or Linode had just launched the service. And uh, yeah, no, it's been great to, to be able to keep my costs very much uh, under control and understood. And uh, yeah, no, I've been I've been extremely happy. I, I, <laughs> that's, and that's, I think that that grow statement is, is really important. It's something we hear a lot from uh, from from customers and developers uh, is yeah I started tinkering down here and then I got into this corporate job or I we grew too big and it was nice that Linode was able to scale on up uh, that whole continuum with with us and now you know in March Akamai acquired Linode and that just introduces a whole planetary level of scale mm-hmm. <laughs> into into the equ- into the equation so like to talk a little bit about that right because I, I know you've started to do some stuff with with uh, integrate some akamai technologies as well mm-hmm. uh one of the things i know uh, that i've that i've that i've read is that akamai has enabled uh Lundar participants to directly upload the games they create to the website and then the whole community can play them that sounds pretty pretty amazing mm-hmm. so what were the obstacles that held you back from doing this beforehand and you know why is this such a big deal for your community Sure, sure. Um, I think the biggest thing that held us back was just uh, the the cost of things, like how how to, you know, how does how essentially do you afford to let anyone upload whatever they want to your website? And um, you know, this this was one of the things that was that I was worried about, and uh, just how to do it in a, a secure way, um, because uh, as time has passed, uh, the the web has become much more, uh, you know, vulnerable to attacks and whatnot. So I've had to do my diligence for securing these sort of things. Uh, in essence. Uh, uh, making sure that uh, when 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 folks upload a file or, or run a our web game on our uh, on our service, that uh, they don't get uh, access to say user account data or things that uh, that they shouldn't have access to. And uh, you know, for you know, part of it is me trying to keep up with uh, you know how to do this safely and uh, and whatnot, uh, and then how to do this affordably to to provide this and uh, make it responsive so that everyone can uh, can basically visit our website and start playing the games right on the website. Uh, you know, these were just it was just a, a big challenge that uh, I, I hadn't really felt comfortable uh, uh, doing it until uh, we started talking with Akamai and uh, figuring out how to pull this off. And uh, uh, a couple of things that they supported on their end, um, their uh, storage supports the ability to to read files from uh, directly from zip files. So that made uh, the, our process of uploading a, uh, a web game really straightforward. In essence, you zip up your game as a zip file, upload it to us, and uh, I can directly create a URL to to retrieve the individual files and uh, in essence stick the game in a frame and uh, you start playing and uh, it's uh, it's fairly seamless that's that's amazing that's amazing um, so what's next for Ludumdar? what's next for the jam okay um in essence uh, making it better <laughs> I know that's kind of an easy thing to say but uh, yeah I mean we have we had a couple hiccups with uh, how the embedding worked um, but uh, yeah, we're going to improve support for uh, 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 being able to use persistent storage so folks can actually, you know, save their games. Uh, we did discover that some of the tools, uh, uh, like some of the game making tools like Unity and whatnot, wanted to be able to store data to be able to load the games faster and things like that. So uh, we're going to refine that process and make that uh, more straightforward for our users. Uh, and then it's essentially expanding what we do and making just the event, how it operates uh, uh, better and, and uh, you know, more straightforward. And uh, um, basically, yeah, like we've, 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 we have a lot of content on our website and admittedly finding it sucks. <laughs> you know, I, I, I will fully admit that. So 
now that we have, uh, uh, you know, we have the means to, to let people play games, upload their games directly on our website, which, uh, you know, I want to be able to showcase this stuff better and uh, let folks find it and discover it. Uh, so, so certainly a big part of what I want to see us doing soon is, uh, is, is, well, make our content easier to find and, uh, maybe make it easier for people to communicate and share these sort of things. It's, uh, uh, I'm just, in general, I'm just excited about the potential that, uh, we now have, uh, like for the longest time, like we essentially were just the destination for inspiring folks to, to build things. But then we had to send people elsewhere to like share the games, to upload the games. And, uh, uh, I'm just, I'm thrilled that we finally are able to bring this all together. So you kind of come to us and you, you take part in this sort of like festival of, uh, let's build and create something and you share all in one place. So I'm excited to see what, uh, where that brings us. So lastly, I'd like to ask this question. Any words of wisdom for other founders or developers that are, you know, that are where you were so many years ago? What should they be thinking about? What should they be considering? Any pitfalls they need to watch out for? Um, I mean, if you're if you're passionate about something, um, I I think I think a lot of things will. I shouldn't say a lot of things. If you're passionate about something, uh, things will work out. I think. Um, for us, like we had an incredibly passionate community. I'm, <laughs> I, I, I've been running this, this event for, for over 20 years now, or been involved in it for over 20 years now, which is ridiculous, uh, when I think about it, but, uh, yeah, I mean, eventually things do work out. Um, yeah, you just got, uh, yeah, I, I'm not great on advice other than just do it. You know, it's, it's, you know, do what you think it, what should work. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> You know what? I yeah, love advice it. is not my forte. I will admit. Uh. <laughs> ah, no, I thought I thought that was good, and I think you know Nike got it. Nike got it right, right from the you know, start. Yeah, right? just they really just did. do it. Yeah. So, Mike, thanks so much for joining us uh, on the Craft of Code today. Uh, and you know, where can people find out more about uh, Ludum Dar? Where can they find out more about the Jam? And if they want to reach out to you, where should they contact you? Sure. Sure. Uh, you can you can learn more about us at our website, uh, ludumdare.com. That's L-U-D-U-M, dare.com. And uh, yeah, that will link you to the uh, to our, our event website. And uh, that'll have the schedule for our upcoming events if you want to take part. And uh, uh, also, we have our social media, uh, Ludum Dare on Twitter. And uh, yeah, you can, uh, you, can, you can contact us there and reach out to us there and just uh, let folks know what you're up to. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Craft of Code. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, please subscribe to make sure you're the first to hear when we release future episodes. And we'd love it if you left a review. 